Hi. How are you? Not too bad, and yourself? With all due respect, let's get the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's Give the Small Talk. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Let's Give the Small Talk podcast. Today, we are doing things a little bit different. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Alicia and I am Ty's soon-to-be wife. Today is going to be a special episode because Ty is going to be my special guest. We have so much to talk about. I'm so excited to be here. But before we dive deep into this conversation, let's welcome my fiance Ty back to his podcast. Welcome back, honey. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me for this very, very special episode, episode 229. Yes. You know we missed you, right? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So we are here for one reason only, and that is to skip the small talk. So I want to jump right into it. I'm sure everyone has been wondering, where have you been? The last time we heard your voice, it was January 14th, to be exact. And we want to know, where have you been? What's been going on? Why haven't you recorded a new episode? Wow. Wow. Great question. Great, great, great question. Yeah. Time flies, huh? It does. So much has changed and happened since then. Mm. Um, Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And it's just so funny how um, quickly your life can change in a blink of an eye. Uh, So this is only the third episode of 2023. Uh, And the reason why is because um, as I've been embarking on this new chapter in my journey, as you know, I'm wearing the hat of counselor by day, coach by night, um, father and fiance from sunup to sundown. And uh, with that being said, you know, I've been learning a lot of different things. I've been coming across some different information. I've been gaining some knowledge. And uh, my perspective and views have changed and altered. And so, long answer short, I, uh, I got to a place where, where I didn't know what I wanted to say next. Mm. As far as recording on an episode, because I did two episodes, they just never seen the light of day. One was done, and then the other one I was like a little sick, a little congested, and it was not up to par. But I just came to a realization where I had to have an honest moment with myself, where the way I was approaching um, 
the podcast and episodes and uh, viewpoints and and subjects the way I was approaching them before is just not how I want to approach them now. So I just came to a standstill to just figure out my new voice that matches my new ideology, reasoning, and and new knowledge. So, so yeah, that's where I've been, and that's why I haven't recorded. Wow, I love that. I love how you mentioned you've been standing still. I I feel like a lot of the times we feel like we always have to be doing something. We always have to be on go. We always have to be running and hustling. And it sounds like you have just been embracing where you are. And I think that's so important. I tell myself this all the time. You can do anything you put your mind to, but you can't do everything at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful to see you out of all people saying that you decided to sit still because you are the grinder. That's what you do. Um, of course, I have missed the podcast and I've, I'm sure everyone else has missed it as well. But this is a part of the journey, right? Yes. And one thing you also mentioned is that your perspective has changed over these past couple of months. Your mindset has changed. And one thing I've been hearing you say lately is, I want to be a better person. Mm-hmm. I want to be a better man. Mm-hmm. What does that mean exactly? Wow. How are you trying to become a better person and a better man? Mm. Another great question. Wow. Uh, how am I trying to become a better person, better man? Well, sorry, just to piggyback really quickly. First, I want to know, how did your perspective change? Mm. Why did you start saying, what made you start saying you want to change and you want to be a better person and a better man? I feel like my approach prior to conversations, this is beyond the podcast, my approach prior to communication with other individuals and myself, take ownership, um, in general has always been um, solution-based or result-based, but I've been skipping over the why and focusing on the, um, I guess I would say the what with my scholars and my clients, I've learned the importance of why and in doing so, I have also implemented that in my own life and realized so much about myself and others around me. So that's how my perspective changed. Um, just to give a little bit more background. Um, when I think back to episodes about like self-determination and motivation and and um, setting goals and accomplishing, I feel like I was I was telling people the answer, but not teaching people how to find the answer for wow. themselves. Um, and so I feel like that is ineffective. And I am really big on efficiency. So now that I learned the importance of why I am literally embodying that um, in myself and to others around me and to people I interact with. So that's how my perspective has changed. And because of 
that great big question, why, which a lot of us, uh, believe it or not, run from. Um, I have, I have taken the challenge on to really look into why I do the things I do, why I am the way I am, um, why I act the way I act. And in doing so, I just realized that, um, there's a lot of room to improve. Um, so the other day I was just having a conversation with myself and I was like, one through 10, like, how great of a person do I think I am? And I gave myself a four. And I gave myself a four because where I envision myself being, how I envision myself being, uh, just like carrying myself, interacting with others as a father, as a husband, it's like, well, I got a lot of room to grow. And some of those things that I've been working on and bettering myself is accountability, um, that's something that I struggled with for a very long time. And I want to take ownership here. I almost did. I almost like said we, but it, no, it's I. I have had a tough time admitting when I was wrong. And so what I would do in return is like come up with a bunch of justifications to make my actions or reasoning um, sound legit or logical. Um, or warranted mm -hmm. and I've gotten to a place where accountability is quite the opposite uh, accountability is not always about right and wrong because right and wrong is subjective accountability is about the impact opposed to the intent and that's something I struggle I struggle well my intentions were this and I wanted to do this I wanted that to happen yeah, but how did it play out? That's the impact. And that's where the accountability accountability lies and the ownership lies is, well, I was just being honest with you. I didn't intend to hurt your feelings. However, I did. So accountability is taking ownership. I apologize for offending you. And then leaving it at that instead of like, I apologize for offending you, but I didn't really mean to. There's no buts. Like, I was wrong. So I've been working on uh, ownership, accountability, and um, and figuring out like why I am the way I am. Mm, you know, that's so important. That self awareness. It is. It is very important uh, because you know I had this conversation with a lot of like close ones around me recently, and it's like a lot of times. You know, as adults, majority of the time, the way we are shaped as adults is based upon our childhood. Yes. And a lot of times we like to make a distinction between the two and think that they are not correlated, uh, but in actuality, they are very much puzzle pieces. Um, and we can go down the line of resiliency, you know, you, it's either path A or path B. And so sometimes it can be confusing to see like how it all comes together, but it truly does. Um, and as I'm becoming a better person, the way to do so is accepting how, um, those moments in childhood, those moments of me as a boy 
how they are still lingering um, as I am becoming a man and um, embracing manhood. And so once you're able to acknowledge, and this is that point where I'm kind of doing what I did before, like giving like results, but not like, like reasons of why. So uh, example, so as you guys been rocking with me for 200 plus episodes, uh, you've always heard that I've been very self-determined and, um, you know, like Alicia said, a grinder, a go-getter and you know, that, that's been my MO and, and um, I live true to it, especially these past three years. And um, but something that I realized um, is my self-determination is actually rooted in me running from the criticism of my father when I was a teenage boy. And um, I just recently discovered this, but it always makes sense. And I want to say this real quick. I'm going to get back to the story. I'm not running from it. But um, listen to the stories you consistently tell or share with people, not only because they are your story, but within that story is why you are the way you are. And so... I've always told the story of like, when I turned like 12 years old, uh, my older brother, he moved out the house. Uh, we moved into this big house and my dad started working um, more than usual. And so, and I'm in middle school, so like there's a lot going on. There's like hormones, there's like new friends, there's like a bunch of this independence that I really don't know how to um, let alone appreciate, but also like be responsible with. Um, but, and so my dad was working like doubles more than often. And, and when he did come around, I felt like he only had time to tell me what I was doing wrong, what I could be doing better. And, and then he'd be back off to work. Now, I've told that story um, a lot of times um, because that's when I became like the oldest sibling in a home. So I have to take more responsibility of my younger sisters and their actions and so forth. And so but I never realized like um, the layer within the story, which um, shaped me out to the person I am today. So. My self-determination is rooted in if I did not even my best, because sometimes your best isn't enough. And and that's part of like tying into the story, which is what I'm working on. So stick with me. <laughs> you're but, good. You're good. But sometimes f- for me, I my takeaway was if I do the best, not my best, there's a difference between the two. If I do the best, then nobody has anything to say to me. And that's really been the fuel to my fire. So I like to be on top of my game so nobody could tell me uh, how I need to improve my game. And I really, really been running on that for, for, for decades. 
And it all ties back into the limited time my dad and I shared throughout very pivotal moment of like 12 to 16. Um, and so um, if I did the best, then when my dad would come around, then maybe we would have some time to to chat or tell jokes or play or play catch or whatever it was. And and so that has been the, the root of my um, self-determination. Um, if I do the best, then nobody could criticize me. And so I just tell that story because we all have our own stories, but the key is to be able to piece the two. And this is the reason why. This is because when you don't piece the two, you make the mistake that I made, uh, prob- not probably, but numerous times with our daughter. And I took that you have to do the best and bestowed it upon her. But once I had that realization recently about why I do the things I do, um, now I can acknowledge it and see how it impacted me. And now I could take the proper measures to make sure I don't uh, scar her or put that trauma on her. And so it's, it's like breaking that possible uh, generational uh, curse or hindrance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but yeah, that's kind of long story short of me just uh, wanting to become better because I know I have a lot of room to improve and um, just really looking into uh, the past and how it shaped out the present so I could cultivate the future um, that. I truly envision, but not even just on, on a monitor. Like I told um, Malcolm this the other day. I said, bro, like, I want to be a better person um, more than I want to be a millionaire. Like, that's how much it means mm. to me. Like, I want to be a better person to others, but also a better person to myself. So that's, uh, that's where I'm at. That's good. That's good. Making an impact in the world is just, it's a different type of feeling. Mm. I, I'm with you. I agree. Um, money can never compare to hearing those words. Thank you. Thank you for helping me with this. Thank you for inspiring me to do this. Thank yeah. you for showing up. Just the gratitude. It's, it's so much more fulfilling it than is. money. So that's amazing. How has working with your scholars and your clients made you become a better person? Mm. Well, um, you definitely have to practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's number one. Um, so it's different now. So it's me being, uh, it's me modeling uh, my teachings and my suggestions. Um, but also, um, me understanding that, that it's a journey uh, Mm. for them and my responsibility is to, uh, bring awareness and help them discover the reasons why they do the things they do but it's not my responsibility to bestow 
um, change or improvement upon them. So it's a new fine line. And this is why, like, you know, for the longest I have desired to be a motivational speaker, but this is why not that so much that dream and goal have changed, but I definitely want to go about it a different way. Um, because it's hard for me now to stand in front of a crowd or even one person and say, you need to be more determined and focused to get to where you want to be. Um, the, um, sacrifices what's required. Um, you're going to have to learn how to tell yourself, no, you're going to have to learn how to lock in. It's hard to say all that because it's a reason why they're not doing that to begin with. And that's what I've learned. So my style, which is what I'm trying to learn and figure out, which is why I've been just trying to find my voice now. I'm literally um, at the beginning of the ladder. Like I literally, these past three years, I worked my way up to the top of the ladder just to begin at a whole new ladder. Wow. Right. So I got here and I got some knowledge. I got some experience in my bag. Uh, but it's like, no, I don't want to go that way because now that I understand, like, there's authenticity in being genuine. And that's good. But when I'm thinking about the way I envision motivational speaking, actually helping people, is... Not where they need to come see me every year, every time I come to their town or city. It's where they came to see me and they personally had a takeaway, not a general one, a personal takeaway, which is planted a seed that they will nurture on their own and go on to do what they want to do. And so I envision it that way. So it's not for me to come and pump you up and you're good for a week is for me to come and help you realize some things about yourself so you can better yourself to be who you want to be. And I believe that that takes uh, an approach of um, having those words of encouragement, but also like before we even get there, like, why aren't you doing this in the first place? Mm -hmm. What is holding you back? And is this what you really want? Or is this what you believe you want? And that's why it's not connecting. You know, I, I, I sent something to everyone in my phone. And it said, it's a reason why you're doing the things you are doing. And there's also a reason why you aren't doing the things you want to do. And that was just me once again having a conversation with myself. Like, man, like, see, sometimes people, I'm sorry, let me take ownership, sorry. As I was just reflecting upon myself, sometimes I will envision, um, like let's let's give a specific example because I, I want to start giving whys instead of just what's. So social media for me 
has never been a mainstay um, in my life ever since I started getting on MySpace uh, at 14 years old. So, you know, we I've been in this, I was about to say we work at ownership. I've been in this <laughs> social media game since 14 years old. Um, so that puts me at about, what is that? Almost, almost 19 years. Yeah, 19 years. I've been on social media. I, I, like you got to think about that. Did you did you realize that? How long you been on social media for? How long no. you been on social media for? Mm, I remember MySpace days. Uh huh. How old were you with a MySpace profile? Maybe fourteen, fifteen. Okay. So so sixteen years for you. Yeah. On social media. But but I wasn't really on MySpace. Okay. Like the way I consider myself on social media now, I don't compare it to MySpace because I had a page, I had my top eight, but uh-huh. I didn't use it often. Like we were outside. Yeah. We were on the phone, like talking on the phone, not even texting. Uh-huh. Um, it was like my MySpace page was there because that's what everyone was doing. But I wasn't actively using social media then. Even with Facebook. I feel like Facebook came around in high school. Maybe like yeah. junior, senior year. So that's like uh-huh. 2009, 2010. And it was literally like, oh, just add everyone as a friend as you know. Mm-hmm. That you know. But I feel like I wasn't really using it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... It's been a while. It's been an evolution. Yeah. It's been evolving. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing it um, for well over a decade, almost two for me. Wow. And I've never really been invested in social media for a multitude of reasons why. And so when I was starting up my coaching business and I, I told myself like I'm gonna I'm gonna take social media seriously like I'm gonna treat it like a business because this is gonna generate business for me and I'm gonna be more consistent with it because I would go I probably went definitely over a year but almost almost a year and a half with no Facebook posts no none of that so um, when I decided, like, I'm going to hunker down, I'm going to do this. So I'm coming up with, <laughs> with right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to do, uh, I'm creating, like, a content schedule. I'm reading up on, like, when to post, um, different types of posts to get different engagement. And I did it for maybe, like, maybe three weeks or a month. And I'm like, I need to get out of my comfort zone. I need to get out of my box. I need to mingle, network. This is how I'm going to get to where I want to be. And I did it um, as many times as I did it within that month. It was never authentic or genuine to me. It was never like a true joy to me. And... um, and that's why it didn't last as long as I envisioned it to last. And that goes back to that revelation that I had to myself. 
it's a reason why we aren't doing the things we say we want to do. Mm. And so I'm saying like, oh, I want to get on social media, take it serious, get my business going. Uh, but I'm not on social media and I haven't posted on Instagram in months and and don't miss it and don't look forward to anytime soon. Um, and, and I believe that I believe I know for me, I know that's when I operate um, in sync or out of sync. Like that's the difference between the two. Like social media really works for some people. True. Um, one, like they enjoy it. They look forward to it. They're comfortable in it. It's just quite the opposite for me. Um, because now that I think about it, it's kind of interesting. Um, but now I think about it, it's like, if I look at the way that I've always interacted with with making friends, meeting new people, it's always been in the sense where I had to get a feel, even coworkers, I had to get a feel of them before they get a feel of me. And with social media, I can't find that. What do you mean by that? I like to let's 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 stick with a classroom, right? Like first day of school. Like going in, I am not the student, the scholar, who's going to say, uh, what's up, man? I'm tired, how you doing? Like that's that's not me. Um that's the adult time now because like I've I've learned that I, I've had to do that in the position that I'm in. But when I when I wasn't in that position, just walking to a class, I would be a fly on the wall. Um, I need to like feel you out. I need to get a feel of your energy, even like into like with the opposite sex. I've always had to get a feel. I've never been like, oh my gosh, you're beautiful. I need to know your name. No, 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 no. I just never operated like, wow, he looks cool. I want to like hang out with him. No, 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 no. I need to like get a feel of who you are before I can even um, open up to you um, or even be interested in getting to know you. Um, and so with social media, I, for me, it's like I'm walking into a classroom where um, one, everyone has their own agenda. Two, uh, some people already know each other, so like I still have to like figure out like like where I f- where I fit in with this, and where I fit in genuinely, and who is genuine. Like, so a lot of it is like me, as far as with social media, me not being able to get comfortable in the first place, in the way I know how to get comfortable. And because of that, it's, um, I guess the best way I could describe it is just like, it's just, it's kind of like the lottery. And as I delve even deeper into myself, I'm not a person of chance. I take calculated choices, not risk. And, um, yeah, as I just say and think about it more, that's why uh, me taking social media um, more than a place to to scroll out of boredom 
in in a place to entertain me for the time being. Me taking anything more than that has always fell short because um, I just truly can't find my genuine, authentic self within it. Um, but as mm. as yeah, um, no, I get it. I get it. I think. So there's a thin line between staying true to yourself and stepping out of your comfort zone. Both are important. Both are necessary. I do like, I was laughing a lot while you was talking because uh-huh. I remember when you was trying social media out, you was you was trying to be committed to showing up and posting and yeah. being consistent, doing all those things. And then you came to a realization that this is not for me. Mm-hmm. What I love the most is that although you didn't get your clients from social media, you still got clients. Yeah. You did what work. You tried it out. I so did. that's what I love. I did. Social media is a marketing tool and it works for some people. You gave it a shot and you realized that it's not for you. And I think that's what life is all about it's it's about trying new things it's about stepping out of your comfort zone but then being honest with yourself yeah and learning more about yourself so yeah that just makes me smile seeing that you did the thing that made you uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and you realized that it wasn't for you that's not your path yeah it wasn't it wasn't effective and going back to me and my love for efficiency um it wasn't effective and when i stopped trying to do what i perceived needed to be done and did what i always have done and what has always worked for me is you know my clients were right in front of me the whole time mm-hmm. and That's typically so, how it is yeah your clients your significant other yeah yeah and that's that's another see is that's a whole nother conversation where I feel like I'm gonna get back to what I was saying, but I feel like people are truly missing out on it only have to be so mate. People are missing out on their significant others, their loved ones, their their futures, um, because they're looking on their phone opposed to looking um what's right in front of them. You know, mm-hmm. I believe uh love is found uh, based on proximity. I'm just being honest. Yeah, that's um, true. And I think because social media is the whole World Wide Web, you think you have all those options. And that's why so many times it falls short. Like if you, and I'm going to get back on topic, but if you really think about it, if having access to so many people and DMs and this and that, like literally... Being single, and I know some people are single for their personal reasons. I'm just saying for people who are looking to mingle and date and looking to find someone, I believe it would be a whole lot less more of them than what it is because of so many options. But with so many options, like when we get on Netflix, we keep on looking at all these thumbnails and titles opposed to clicking on one and watching. So you literally spend 15 to 20 minutes looking for something to watch when you could have already been watching something for the past 15 to 20 minutes. Right. And and 
And we are the social media babies. We are the dating app babies. We are the online dating babies. And um, this is all new to us. We're the guinea pigs. And as I truly believe, it's going to show out in 20 years from now, the impact that is had on our generation. Um, but going back, um, it's kind of giving me like that, um, like itch to get back, like in front of the <laughs> microphone again. Let's go. But, but um, it has to be done the right way. Right. To, because it's a reason why. They keep scrolling on their phones opposed to talking to someone at their job or or whatever it may be. It's a reason why. And it could be anxiety. It could be um, where we got so used to doing a quick DM and it possibly working out for sex or maybe a relationship that um, we aren't working on our interpersonal skills um, and having these conversations in person. So, um, our phones can actually be, could be used as a shield. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if someone don't respond, Hey, so be it. It's probably easier to deal with that than somebody declining you in person. So that kind of goes into rejection issues. How do you deal with rejection? So there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. So once again, I'm trying to, uh, um, discuss possible whys. So we can one day get to the what. That's my new my new perspective and mindset yeah. and approach. Um, but yes, I did um, find my clients right in front of me. And uh, they're still my clients still today. And so I've been doing something right. But I just wanted to add this and, and then we'll put a tab on, on this part. Um, I'm just so much happier not having to rely on social media as a livelihood. And that's how I know I made the right decision um, after trying it and realizing that it wasn't for me. Uh, just, oh my gosh, like, I don't have to, like, get on Instagram or Facebook if I don't want to. Oh, that's, that bring that literally makes me happy because I know how it was when I had to and how it made me feel opposed to, like, like, not having to and i would literally would run to a conversation to explain it to someone i'm a personal development coach relationship coach things that i worked on um what are you looking for what are you interested in um where are you looking to improve or get better at what are you looking to attain in life so i can literally run and do that much faster than like you know putting up a post so that's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you. So I want to go back to motivational speaking because yes. that is something I've heard you talking about since I met you, which For was the past 10 years. 10 years, yes. And so a couple things. Do you still listen to motivational videos? Do you still like them? Do you still think they work? Are they necessary? I do. I do listen to them. Um, and then I want to ask you why. Why do you listen to okay, them? Okay, okay. Great question. I do listen to them. And 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 once again, this goes back to like the knowledge I've gained and the education I've attained these past few months. So 
now when I listen to them opposed to when I did before, um, there's a difference. Like before, if I was listening to a motivational video and I felt like it wasn't really hitting, I just find a new one. But it's a reason why it wasn't hitting. And it could be a multitude of things. It could have been they were monotone or um, they didn't like their analogies. Um, but I feel like if I go to the core of it, it's like their message just wasn't relating to me. Um, that's not where I'm at in my life. That's not something I'm looking to work on or improve. And so I just went to find something else. Like I, I, I don't just type in motivational videos in YouTube. I'd literally type in like T.D. Jakes or um, Les Brown. And then even from there, sometimes I type in like whatever I'm feeling like, um, like self-determination. Like I want to hear T.D. Jakes talk about self-determination. Now, half of that goes into T.D. Jakes, um, the trust I have in him, the, the, um, the admiration I have in for him, but then also just how even just listening to it, watching the T.D. Jakes interview, how certain things he said could just like resonate with me and help me feel better about myself and help gain some clarity. And I think some of that goes into like the power of belief that I was raised with as I just continue to go deeper and deeper and deeper mm -hmm. goes into the, you know, the religious home that I was raised in and how even though I may not be full blown uh, the religion that was practiced growing up, but I still understand the importance of having belief. So T.D. Jakes also um, brings a sense of home for me. So mm. so there's, there's a lot going on there. Uh, but now, once again, with the education I obtained, um, when I'm listening to a, a motivational video, um, I am looking for, and this is why, okay, why? Why do I still listen to them? Why I listen to them is, is, to, is to find some answers. Is to find some answers. I don't listen to motivational videos. Now that I think about it, thank you for this question. I don't listen to motivational videos to, to go get through a workout. I listen to motivational videos because they help me find answers within myself. Mm. So um, that's what I, I want to do. That's the motivational speaker. That's the communicator I want to be with others and with myself um, is to be able to ask the questions that are going to provide the answers for said individual to identify themselves because that is the beginning of change. So I'm still trying to figure out like what my style would be. Um, I'm sure it probably exists. Everything <laughs> underneath the sun is already there. Right. But I'm definitely, I don't want to be a person who's barking on stage who has like clever lines that either goes over some people's heads and, and goes into some people's hearts. I want to be uh, an effective speaker that is laying out um, the possible reasons of why you aren't doing what you want to do or what you believe you want to do. 
and what and hopefully that helps you realize what you want to do from there with that new realization um Ooh. yeah yes that's so, good that's so, good thank you so i i didn't i the i Definitely still envision myself being able to impact um, people through my word, um, making a positive difference in the world. But the way I envision it doing it before is different than how I envision it doing now, once again, which is why I climbed to the top of a ladder just to find myself at the bottom of a whole new one. Um, so, uh, I believe that this has put me in the right direction to actually get to where, so the goal, so this is funny as I do this. So the goal is still envision the goal as, as being, um, the clouds, right? Cause that's mm -hmm. just, we're going up, right? Yes. Progression. So the goal is the cloud in the sky above my head as I take ownership of my story right now. And so as we continue to climb these ladders, as I continue to climb these ladders, so I've been climbing over this, these past 10 years now. As I continue to climb these ladders, I find myself starting a new climbing again. But here's the thing. These ladders, they are stacked upon each other. Mm -hmm. And that is helping me get closer and closer to the cloud that I am trying to reach and, and attain but the truth is is as you evolve for me as i evolve i feel anew um each time again and again and i feel like that is confirmation that i'm doing the right thing because um with with awareness comes responsibility and with Experience and education, um, I believe your mindset and perspective should change. That's so, right. Yeah. So you've been talking about these ladders that you've been climbing over the past 10 years. What did, what did that look like? Mm. How did you get to where you are today? <laughs> How did I get to where I am today? I've been talking to myself for a long time now. I've been having meaningful conversations with myself um, since 2013. Since 2013. And I've been trying to figure out why I am here. Um, what is the purpose of me being here? And because that has been a lingering question um, over my head for so long, I've just been delving into it more and more. And um, to answer the first part of your question, how does it look? Mm. Looks like a hell of a journey. It looks like it's gonna last for the remainder of my lifetime. It looks like another thing that I realized looks like um, it's chapters and phases in my life. Mm -hmm. um, 
it looks like some things that once meant the world to me um, won't mean as much to me as time go on. It looks like that um, that there's a lot of room to grow. A lot of knowledge to gain and a lot of experience to be had um, so it looks it looks never-ending and I'm happy with that because for me I always need something to strive towards or I feel like I'm not being productive or I feel like I'm not doing what I am or I feel like I'm being a waste. So with this journey, um, it has been, it has been an eye opener that, um, there is no mountain top. It's a it's a very long road. Mm. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. That's good. Thank you. So I hear one of the actions that you said you've been taking is talking to yourself, which has been helping you get to know yourself better. Yes. What other actions have you been taking over the past ten years? Mm. Mm. Aside from talking to myself, talking with others, um, talking with others about my dreams and goals and ideas, and also um, pretty much anyone I come in contact with and in that level of um, comfort has been established um, asking them about their dreams goals and ideas and that itself is is you know iron sharpening iron for me wow that mm, for a moment I was like wow you know if you didn't start talking to me about your dreams when I first met you. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be here because that's one of the reasons why I was attracted to you wow. because I enjoyed our conversations. <clears throat> and I remember you telling me about the nonprofit that you wanted to start and that mm-hmm. you was working on. And yeah. I was just like, wow, like this is a man that I want to be around as a friend. Like this is a friend that I want to have because he gets it. I knew back then, deep down inside of me, I wanted to impact young girls and women and help them reach their fullest potential and just inspire them to tell their stories while I'm telling my story. And I didn't have anyone around me who was pushing me, Mm -hmm. who was encouraging me and helping me believe that I could do it. So by you just telling me that you had big dreams, Mm -hmm. it pushed me to start working on mine. And that's how our bond started to grow. And yeah, while you was just speaking, I'm like, wow, 
that's why we're here. Yeah. That's why we are here today because of the conversations that you started having with yourself, the conversations that you started having out loud with people like me. Yeah. And wow. That's so amazing. Thank wow. you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. For talking about your dreams and asking me and other people about ours. Yeah. That's so wild. It is. Wow. It's like a full circle. Moment. It really is. Yeah. Wow. And this has all happened over a decade. Yeah. This is proof that life is a journey, you know, especially on social media. Mm-hmm. We see things happening so quickly. And it's one of the biggest reasons why we give up because we don't understand that it's a journey. You're going to climb up the ladder and you may fall, but you have to get back up. You're going to climb on the ladder over and over again. Like you said, the first decade, you climb the ladder, you learn new things, um, you realize some things you like, some things you don't like. And now here you are 10 years later climbing up that ladder again. Yeah. I know on your first episode of the year, you talked about leaving your nine to five. Yeah. And I just want to know, what does it feel like to be living your dreams every single day? Mm, great question. Um, it has been very fulfilling Mm. very fulfilling um literally sun up to sun now i get to do um what i enjoy um so there's different layers to it like now i am doing something in my mind that i believe matters yes and that brings a sense of pride and joy in what I do. I am much more happier to share my day now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually, I'm also much more happier to get up and go to where I need to be. Um, and I'm committed. Not interested, I'm committed. Um, and... Like, this is like, literally, once again, I'm envisioning a new ladder. Because, so this is literally the first step on a ladder. Like, wow. Like, like I'm, like, I've said to you before, like, I just wanted to get my foot in the door. Like, and now both feet are in the door. And literally, the sky's the limit. Um, so I feel real good about that. Like, like, I made it. And and piggybacking off that statement of I, I made it because I worked so hard these past three years with being so intentional to get to where I'm at. And when I think about it, I'm like, wow, that's, it's actually kind of crazy because for two and a half years, I was just building up my confidence. And then for six months, for six months, I said, okay, what are you going to do with this confidence? And so everything I did now was... A, a total combination, but it just goes to show like once you get intentional with, once you get intentional with your actions and you have the confidence to back it, like you can literally get whatever you want done. And, mm-hmm. and that's what I did. Um, so, but the piggyback on that statement is, 
and and I text you this and welcome. You know, this is the first time in my life where I'm actually not worried about what's going to happen next. Wow. Yeah. So there's, and I say that because I talked to you about the pride and the joy that I have gained. But that right there, and you heard it in, in, in every word, peace has, has settled in as well. So I wow. found peace. And, uh, yeah, no, no paycheck can, um, can be as rewarding as pride, joy, and peace. And that's something that I've just, mm. just realized. Um, but it's been, it's, it's been good. It's been good. You know, there's some days where, um, uh, I feel like I'm in a movie. I can't believe, like, like I literally watched these scenes on a television show before now i am doing it in real life that's amazing and and there's days where um i can feel the outpour and um and i have to replenish myself uh, because i do talk to a lot of people now mm -hmm. um and you know, I say this all the time. I'm not putting on a hard hat and a helmet where you come home, where I come home and, and you see me drenched in sweat and and my clothes are tattered. It's quite the opposite. All the work that I've done for the day is um, emotional first. Now that I think about it. And then mental. So you can't see. You can't see it. You could just see my response to it. Right. And so, um, yeah, some days um, I am needed here and there and then here. And and there's also, like, your friends and your family who, who also um, lean on me as well. So it's... It's like um, some days are like full, um, but I wouldn't change it because something I've always said. I remember when I used to be lying down in, in my bed and on YouTube watching other people's creations and their content. And I said to myself, I can't wait for the day when I am more busy than bored. Mm -hmm. I've heard you say that plenty of times. Yeah, and now I am uh, busy. And the busy that I envision with things that I want to do. So I'm happy, but I am acknowledging that there are some long, full days. And there are moments where I am very busy. Um and I try to get it all done as best as I can. Um, but also to say that with that pride, joy, and peace that I have found, that um, sometimes doing what you love isn't always lovely. Mm. And I just wanted to paint that full picture because sometimes I believe that I 
have only painted half of the picture before. So that's part of my like my growth. Wow. Um, wait, 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 wait. Can you say that one more time? Which one? Which part? <laughs> Me only giving half the picture? No, doing okay. what you love isn't, isn't always, always lovely. lovely. It's not. Wow. It's not. You know, when I think of lovely, I think of like blue skies with fluffy clouds and you're just skipping in a field of daisies. <laughs> it's not always that. It's not. Um, Nothing will work unless you do. Yes. We're always going to be required to do the work. There's yes. no way around it. Yes. And, um, you know, in those moments when it's not lovely, I, I like to remind myself, like, um, this is this is what you asked for, mm-hmm. uh, but this is also just the other side of what you asked for. Um, so it's just me just taking ownership of the full picture and the full circle and everything that it entails and and embracing that. Um, but I am I am at ease with that embrace because this is the path that I want to walk down and and I'm happy that I'm I'm on it full time walking That's good. down the path. So I can hear the joy in your voice. I get to see it every day and that just makes me so happy. I'm so happy for you. I wanna know how Thank are you. you replenishing you're welcome. How are you replenishing yourself on these long days, on these days that are not so lovely? Mm. So, before I like start spilling out all my activities, one thing that I'm doing in, in life as well is um, when I pick my spots to replenish and relax, I am being verbally... Um, I am verbally acknowledging it and being mindful that it is happening. So I say that to say that sometimes I can feel like like I don't have time to do other things or have joy or have fun, but there is time when you make time But then also, like, acknowledge, like, I have been laying on the couch or in the bed for three hours doing absolutely nothing, binge watching beef on Netflix. (laughs) Like, I'm doing this right now. So I just say that to say that um, I... And just being mindful of those moments um, because I wasn't always in the past. And you could feel like it's lopsided, but in actuality, like it's it's even killed. It's all right. Um, so I've been playing basketball. Uh, I'm playing this Tuesday. Uh, we're signing up for our league. So I'll be playing um, starting that in May. I have been um, 
watching watching podcasts, you know, on top of my Joe Budden, on top of Godfrey, a little bit of Joe Rogan here and there. Um, I've been on top of my sports news. I've been watching playoffs. Yes. Like, literally, like, yesterday was a great day. Like, I knew that we were going to be on the couch all day. And I'm like, we need to, like, get up before we lie down. And so we worked out. We we played outside. We played kickball, catch, bubbles. And, um, and then we just got on the couch and... We watched the 76ers and the Nets, and then we rooted for the Celtics as, as they demolished the Hawks. And yes. Then, and then we watched uh, Cleveland and New York go down to the wire, and then we watched the Warriors and the Kings go down to the wire wire. And, uh, yeah, like, that happened. And, and I think it's important that I acknowledge, like, I had a whole day to, like, Play with my family mm-hmm. and watch basketball. Like so, those moments where I have like groups and multiple client sessions, and the day is like here to here, and I go to bed at eleven thirty. But now I want to wind down, so I'm on YouTube, I'm watching the podcast, and I go to sleep at twelve thirty to wake back up at five twenty. But it's like, yeah, some days are gonna be like that, but then some days. Some days are going to be like yesterday. So, yeah, playing basketball, um, watching podcasts, reading. I've been on a good reading spree. You um, have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, reading. And, um, yeah, just, just that quality time. So That's are fun. you scheduling this time in advance? Are you just finding those mini moments that you have available? How are you making sure that you don't forget about yourself? Both. Both. Because things don't always go as, as planned. That's true. Uh, people reschedule. Scholars don't show up. So you have to be versatile. And you have to know how to adapt. And so there are some things that are planned, like double date night. <laughs> and then there's some things where like, oh, I get to go to bed early tonight. But not really gonna go to sleep. I'm actually gonna watch something for two hours and then fall asleep. But um, it's both. Right. It's both. This has been an amazing conversation. Oh my goodness. I know you said that you are at a point in your life where you're not worried about what's next. Mm-hmm. And that is a beautiful feeling I can only imagine. Mm. But soon come for you soon yes slowly but surely getting there but i want to know and i'm sure everyone who's listening want to know Mm. what is next for you can we be expecting you back here on the Mm. podcast can we expect to see you and hear you on stage what do you have planned for the rest of 2023 yeah that's the big question yes um what's next for me Top priority right now is our wedding. Um, I actually went into this year um, making my personal one, two, three. And number one was was the wedding. And number two was um, getting comfortable in the new hats that I wear as counselor and coach. And, um, and, and 
also uh, better myself. So those have been my top three priorities. Um, as far as detailed, what's next? Speaking on the podcast, and and this is a, a, a an honest conversation that I had with a couple different uh, people in my life. So if For me, for me, um, when I started gaining this experience and attaining this knowledge, I took a step back to see if these are things I still want to continue to do. Like, do I still want to read these type of books? Do I still want to record a podcast? Do I still want to watch these type of shows? Do I still want to listen to this type of music? So there's a moment, and, and this is how I know that I'm going through a growth spurt right now. There's a moment where you have to step back and assess, okay, what's going to stick and what's going to go? Because everything doesn't make it to the next chapter. It just doesn't. And specifically about podcasting, I am still in a state of finding my voice. And until I do so, um, I don't know um, like what I want to say and how I want to say it. And until I figure that out, uh, there will be no podcast. Um, this is a state of grounding mm-hmm. um, and growth. And, and how does it look now? Um, is it the same? Um, you know, also with doing shadow work, it's like, and this, you know, something I've been doing recently with doing shadow work, it's like, well, when you come to share your perspectives, opinions, or experiences, like, are you brave and courageous enough to share the why uh, behind them? Because the why is what actually helps people find their solutions because they may be able to identify with your why or you sharing your why may help them um, have the courage to discover their own why. So that's the state that I'm in now. So it's not where like, I watch a documentary and then I want to come tell you how the documentary was and my takeaways from it. It's just not that for me anymore. And 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 back to the conversation I had with others is um, walk away for something. And if you miss it, then that means that um, get back to it. And there's a lot going on. Um, but see, a lot of people, I'm sorry, I can use that as an excuse where like, well, I've been doing this and that and that. I really haven't had the time. I make the time for the things I want to do. That's true. Um, but I have also realized that um, I have not missed it. I've not missed it because I know why I came to do it in the first place. And I've always came here to this microphone to deliver a message of substance. Let's give the small talk. And until I am able to cultivate the new message and my new perspective and new voice, then I will wait until I'm able to do so. Um, And if that day arrives. So 
So that's where I'm at uh, with it now as far as podcasting. Um, personally, for me, because I look back like these past two years and it's like, um, it's like um, coaching groups, um, the score, uh, the community, um, podcasting, motivational videos, um, Instagram content. And, and so I was doing all these things to find my way here. And so I'm here. And so now that I'm here, I need to assess the new area, the unknown territory, and see what I want to do in this new lane, down this new path, up this new ladder, with this new knowledge and new experience. So I've yet to figure out as far as like um, personal ventures um, to pursue, uh, I'm not at that place yet. I'm still getting grounded, finding my footing, trying to be a better counselor, a better coach, uh, a better person and a better man. So um, that's where my focus is now and improving on those things and enhancing those things. So yeah, that's what's next for me. Wow. Can I see your hands? Yes, yes. (laughs) We're holding hands right now. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you, dear. Wow. I had no idea how this episode would go. I feel like I'm about to cry because I'm really just so proud of you. Like thank you. I've been able to watch you work behind the scenes every day like every single day and you're here and what I love the most is that you're embracing the moment Mm -hmm. and it's so inspiring and I'm just so proud of you like I can't say it enough I'm really proud of you wow didn't expect to cry didn't expect (laughs) tears any of that but that's how it is um that's what happens. No, thank you. That's what happens. You know, I've been um I've been yearning to have this conversation for a few weeks now. And um and I knew the only person that could facilitate it and get everything um that was given today um out of me was you. Oh. And so thank you for penciling me in and a lot has changed. Right. Um change for the better. And uh, and I'm happy. I'm happy with how the growth is coming about. That's good. That's good. Before we let you go. Yeah. So at the end of each podcast episode, you typically share something for us to read, something for us to watch and for something and something for us to do. Yes. But today, I want these recommendations to be very intentional. That's one word that I've heard you saying all throughout this entire conversation. So what book, what podcast or video, and what activity would you recommend to someone who is feeling lost mm-hmm. and trying to find their purpose? Mm, wow. Okay. 
feeling lost, self-discovery, which is a lifetime journey. Um, book, I'm going to have to go with Success vs. Significance by Dan Clark. Uh, I definitely recommended that in the past. Is one of my top five, top three books that I have um, changed my perspective on success and how what I am seeking is significance. Um, so yes, definitely recommend reading that um, for something to watch. You know what? This is going to be a little bit uh, unconventional. I'm going to throw you guys for a loop, so hang on to something. I'm going to recommend that you you watch your actions. Mm. Watch your actions because they are actually speaking louder than any movie, YouTube video, or podcast could. Um, your actions are saying a lot that you want to acknowledge and also saying a lot of things that you don't want to acknowledge about yourself. Um, you got to remember the people you live with or work with, they see you much more than you actually see yourself. And that's literally and figuratively. So pay closer attention to your actions and watch what you do and what you aren't doing and what you would like to do. And then tie in and figure out, well, why is this happening and why isn't that happening? So that's what I would say. Watch wow, I love that. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's a part of the activity as well. Mm, do you yeah. want to add an additional activity? No, no. I think I want to leave it right there because that's like where I'm going with it. Like, I just want to create a space or pose a question and then you do with it what you will. Mm. The rest is on you. Wow. Yeah. That was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think that was a beautiful way to wrap up this episode. Mm. Is there anything else you would like to say? Uh, thank you, everybody, um, for rocking with Let's Give the Small Talk uh, these past two and a half years. Um, I appreciate you taking the time out to listen to me. Um, which I deeply appreciate because you could be listening to someone else or doing something else. But yeah, you took the time to uh, spend it with me and my thoughts and and um, hear out what's going on in my life. And uh, hopefully it will encourage you to figure out what's going on in yours. So thank you. That's beautiful. Last but not least, I just want... 
you to let the people know, although they may not be able to hear your voice on the podcast consistently mm-hmm. over the mm-hmm. next couple of months or the next year, yeah, how can they connect with you, work mm-hmm. with you? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, um, if you like anything you heard today and you just feel connected to a, a sense where you want to find out some of your own answers, I will be honored uh, to be a part of your journey um, as you begin to delve within yourself. Uh, So you can email me at tyconisallison at balanceislifeco.com. That is T Y. C-O-N-I-S-A-L-L-I-S-O-N at balance is life. The letter C, the letter O dot com. And the email will be in the description of the episode. So please feel free to connect and uh, we'll figure it out together. Yes, 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 yes. Last but not least, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to join you today. Thank you for allowing me to be the host on your podcast. This was a great episode and I know it's going to help so many people. It has already helped me Mm. just by being here, by listening to you, by watching you, by being a part of the conversation. So thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Uh, You did a fantastic job hosting i am looking forward to your podcast um, in the near future you're going to do wonderful and i just thank you for um always being here by my side and uh encouraging me and supporting me to um to continue being myself and finding myself that's very important um to me and so thank you dear You're welcome. Until next time. All right. Let's skip the small talk. Me personally, I've always been the one to encourage motherfuckers to chase their dream.
grab the mic, I hope he blow up From my young and 20 bags and tell him grow up Cause nothing's promised in this life And who the fuck made up hard times anyways Anyways You gotta shoot for the stars, shoot for the sky You can't be stuck on the past when your future is bright Adios.